Film Autopsy. <laughs> this is the thumbnail. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> what is going on? All oh, my beautiful movie loving badasses. It's your boy Preston, Fat Samurai Guy, back again Yay. with another, with a, I guess the last of the year action right. film yeah. autopsy episode. Yes, yes. Until we start anew and kick it into high gear next year. But yeah, this is the last one of 2023. And he is back, Sifu Santa. That's right. Sifu. Yeah. We're gonna come up with another another name soon. I don't I year. don't know who that Santa guy was. He's gone yeah. now. He's on That's vacation it. somewhere. So Sifu Rick for now. Exactly. There you go. There you go. Showing off the shirt. There you oh, go. Yeah, hey, you know, I've got I've got another one of my favorites of the month. And uh if you look at, at the wonderful Jen, she has another one of our favorites of the month. Yeah. A double favorite. Oh, I love it. Love it. Uh, what are you wearing, Miko? What do you got there? That's this is nothing. Miko's boring. <laughs> yeah, I'm boring. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, it's Oakley. Yeah. He's got Oakley. He's hip and he's cool. He's the West Coast guy. Did you swear this was his shirt that I? Yeah, this was mine. Oh, there we go. Yeah. There you go. I love it. Zilla and Studio Ghibli. I love it. Well, welcome back, Jed and Miko. We had a blast yesterday. If you guys have not seen it, make sure you check out the episode. Uh, we, uh, me, Rick, Jed, and Miko, uh, discussed. Uh, a lot of good and bad uh, yesterday. A with, lot of hilariosity too. With Frank, but of course with, with Frank. Frank yeah. I feel like we were all just trying to keep Rick off of Frank's case. <laughs> yeah. I was so because all night I was thinking, you know, he's he's celebrating this movie as it's you know it's original science fiction. And it is so derivative. I'm going, how can you possibly? But anyway, that was just okay. yeah, I was like, Frank's not here. Yeah. I know, You're Frank. I, know. I all see Frank. I see you and I see Frank. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, if you guys have not seen that episode, everybody watching right now, make sure you guys check it out. It's a lot of fun. Uh, happy holidays to Todd. Uh, good to see everybody watching right now. Tyler, Certified Badass channel member. Let's start the fucking ruckus. Happy New Year, everyone. Yes. And Champ Blaze, everybody saying hello, Jen and Miko and everyone else. Yes, good to see everybody here. That's right. The Action Film Autopsy alumni, Jen and Miko. And Jen, who do you work for? We'll do it like that instead of yesterday. <laughs> uh, I'm over at Warner Brothers Animation. I work on a lot of the DC stuff. So, all right. Exciting. Miko? I work uh, in uh, Skydance Animation, the Skydance Media, which create the uh, Mission Impossible, uh, which was, yeah, producing Mission Impossible series. There you go. There you go. Awesome. Oh. Awesome. That's right. And I only, do nothing. We, we, only have, we only have legends here on the channel. That's how we roll here. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we got a plethora. Rick has a plethora lined up. What's going on, Sexy Sumo? Hey, Sexy Sumo. Yep. And uh, let's go ahead and jump right into it here. Oh, wait. First of all, first of all, Rick's got an awesome shop. You know what y'all need to do. You want a piece of me? You want a piece of me? You want a piece of me? Oh, you want a piece of me? You want a piece of me? You want a piece of me? You got it! Get a piece of Rick. Yeah, my, and all my artwork, all my collectibles, all the stuff, it's over at Chimera Publishing, available to you. Because I have to get rid of it before it's thrown into the garbage. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah a lot of cool collectibles exclusive autographs really cool stuff so hit the link in the description box below the uh the video and get a piece of rick all right first up rick take it away oh and we are taking it away well yeah. i don't even are we doing it in the order i get we should we should do it at, you get i have it i have it as we have 
This month, we have feature-length films from the movie theater. Okay. I got four of those. We've got four from Haya. We got three from Netflix, two from Disney, one from Amazon. We're probably going to add one that you mentioned, uh, Jen, uh, which is the, the Batman one. Mm-hmm. You're going to throw that in, right? Yeah. What channel? <laughs> what channel is that on? It's on Amazon Prime. Okay, so that'll be at Amazon. So do, why don't we start with that? Why don't we start with Amazon? Sure, sure. And Coach, so do you you want to run with uh, the holiday Batman? <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm like shamelessly plugging uh, a movie that I worked on called Merry Little Batman. How dare uh, you? I, I know. It's on Amazon. <laughs> it's 2D animated. Um, it's not your typical Batman. It is definitely more like family film. It's uh, about young Damian Wayne. It's very Home Alone-esque. Um, what? really cute and All it's right. really fun. Uh, and you know, Damien, he kicks ass and he's like just this really amazingly talented little like eight year old who, uh, fucks up the Joker and all of the, you know, the rogues gallery. And it's a lot of fun. So like, what's the animation style? It's, it's 2d animated. Um, it's gorgeous. Like the art style is really different. I feel like it's like, it's interesting because it's like Mm -hmm. very, um, like Ronald Searle, if you know that illustrator. Yeah. But it also sort of reminded me of Ren and Stimpy. It oh yeah, that's that kind of, it has that kind of movement. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, look at that. Ren and Stimpy combined with uh, who's the guy who does all the dark stuff of all the children dying? What's, uh, oh, like Richard Gorey? Yeah, like Edward Gorey. Oh, Edward, yeah. Mm-hmm. Edward Gorey, yeah. So it's a combination of all those styles. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, the character you, design in this show is we, it's really yeah, it's good. Really I, I personally really love Joker's design in this one. Yeah. It's, it's, very, it's very unique. Yeah, I like his voice too. Yeah. And you nice. can see, oh, do you know who did the voice? Uh, not off the top of my head, but it's, right. I mean, it's not you can hard look to it up. Like, <laughs> hey guys, well, this, is the act, this is the action film autopsy. If you want, if you want Frank Jang like facts, you're going to have to go onto Wikipedia. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know any of that stuff. Yeah. 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 Well, I'm interview. sold. I'm yeah. sold once you said Damien meets Home Alone with Damien. Yeah. Right. I'm kind of sold already. And That's you can see great. from the style, even from that image, the way the capes. The capes are shaped and they, ha- yeah. they have their own movement. Yeah, it's yeah. a delightful, it's a delightful show. So yeah, that's one of our tops of the month. But again, this is not the best and worst. This is just everything action that came out nice. in December that we get our hands on. Now the Amazon one that I'm uh, going to promote, and I put it on my list of best yesterday, which is the second season of Reacher. Mm. He's back. He is back. And what he's a back too. And, and he's <laughs> and he's better than ever. He really, it really is better than ever. Everything they did right in the first season, they do right even better. You know, they up the ante. The writing's better. The acting's better. The action is better. And I'm not complaining about the action because it's Reacher. Because Reacher fights the way Reacher fights. He's trained by the military. So he's not going to be doing, you know, the kind of kung fu finessing that I usually like. He's he's going to do what you just saw the picture. He he uses his fist a lot, but you know, because you see him, he's all, he's exercising all the time. It makes perfect sense. This is how he was trained. Oh yeah. Very it's a very satisfying show. Yeah. Very satisfying. What, is there a lot of headbutts still? Well, he's not that stupid, <laughs> but there is the occasional headbutt. Okay. All right. You know, when consistency. When, that's the other thing that I like about him. He he meets out his punishment as it's deserved. All right. So if somebody's getting in his face, he's going to put his face into them. <laughs> Love it. 
boom. And that's another great thing. Another thing I love in the good Kung Fu movies when somebody's using an open hand, they really emphasize how powerful the open hand is and they emphasize how powerful his boom is. Nice. So, yeah, it's it's very smartly done. It's very satisfying. Season three or? I'm sure there will be. I'm, I'm not guaranteed. Okay. But when we when we get to uh, this, which is what if they they put out today a trailer for the third season of what if? Oh, all right. Already, wow. thoughts on the trailer? Uh, hmm? Thoughts on the season three trailer, Rick? Oh, the trailer. Well, the trailer is is a sequence from an episode that combines uh, the Winter Soldier with uh, the what is it? The Red Fox, the uh, the Russian superhero, and they're fighting against cops in like Texas. So I'm not sure where the plot is, but again, great dialogue, really great animation. Some of the, some of the best animation of human beings I've seen there, it's clearly animation, but at the same time, it doesn't break, it doesn't break my suspension of disbelief in terms of they're not cartoon characters. They're, they're humans animated. Mm. So, Mm. or animated humans. It's, it's just really beautiful stuff. And tonight's final episode of the season of uh, season two, again, they just, it was kind of like Jen, Miko, and I, the last movie we got to see together was very fitting. Well, not the last one, but the last one in the theaters we saw was Coco. Mm. Mm. And there was that moment in Coco where they had the six million colors. Well, that's kind of what happens in this episode of oh, What wow. If. Yeah. So it's it's not six million, but it's like, it's it's an eyeful. You mm. want, it's, it's really cool. But I'm jumping ahead to the to the uh, well. No, actually, let's go to Disney Plus now. Yeah, I was like, just do it. <laughs> what the heck? Okay. Again, what if started as originally? They showed it, and again, you can see that they're being smarter. They showed what if all oh, eight episodes one day after another from December twenty or nine episodes. It was nine episodes from December twentieth to the 29th, one after the other. And they started as sort of like a pastiche. I mean, they had, what if the, you put uh, Happy Hogan into Die Hard? I think that was the second episode. So I said, okay, each one of these episodes is going to be their, their satire of another movie. But then they sort of went after the second episode, they sort of went, no, 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 let's go. Because I think what happened is the first two episodes was Chappick and suddenly Iger came in and said, no, go. Do, do Marvel the way used to Mar- Marvel used to be. Make us care about the characters. Don't make the don't make it a pastiche of the characters. And and they pay they paid that off. They they stopped doing other people's movies and they started doing what if variations of their own movies. Mm. And again, the the uh, Captain Carter one was astonishing in terms of the fight choreography. But then the the um, uh, the god Hela, the goddess of death from from Asgard, mm-hmm. she was sent into the world of Shang Chi and the Ten Rings, and she mm-hmm. and Kung Fu taught her, may, helped her reach enlightenment. Mm-hmm. I'm saying, yeah, baby, this is this is real Kung Fu, and it's just a beautiful, beautiful episode. And also, all these episodes, as they went on, got increasingly hopeful. Mm-hmm. They stopped mm-hmm. being downers they stopped being there's no hope all we can do is fight no they kept fighting they started because i love the original doctor strange movie because his repeated line throughout the original doctor strange movie was when he was seeing all these people doing the violence and uh, all these other guys doing 
a mystical martial arts. He keeps going, there's got to be a better way. There's got to be a better way. And by the end of the movie, he finds it, which is Kung Fu. Mm. Dormammu, I have come to bargain. That's Kung <laughs> Fu. So, and also being smart rather than tough or badass, being smart ass, being wise ass. So they start doing that again in What If. So, of course, your buddy, your Sifu Santa, your Sifu, uh, am I Sifu Santa or Sifu Rick? I can't remember. <laughs> your Sifu Rick now. Kung, yeah, yeah, okay. It's, it makes me very happy. And okay. the last episode was every imaginable kind of battle. But it involved Doctor Strange and Captain Carter, and Cap and I really want a Captain Carter movie now. I dare you guys to watch it without not wanting a Captain Carter movie. Mm. You know, especially since the guy who played uh, uh, Chris Chris what Evans, because mm -hmm. he's not going to go back to it. Haley will come back and be Captain Carter. Yeah, and she's awesome on this show i mean you hearing you say that just makes me sad that agent carter got canceled because i feel like that would have been like the progression yeah but they had agent carter so now let's just go right into uh captain carter mm -hmm. because they also created this new native american superhero that was the episode beforehand and also mm -hmm. effing brilliant it reminded me it was it makes a great double feature with prey you know mm -hmm. the uh mm -hmm. which was one of my favorite movies so good. And again, and, and they're showing us in this show how female superheroes are different and better than the male superheroes because they don't have the testosterone. So they're looking for solutions. They're looking for the ways to do it smartly rather than I'm going to prove how tough I am. Mm -hmm. They're not trying to, which is also what will separate Marvel from the other superhero guys now if they continue on this track because even the women in the other they always wanted to prove again that they could fight like men and if you watch captain carter and you watch this new uh uh, uh native american superhero they don't fight that way mm -hmm. they fight smart just like the just like the girl in prey did so i'm just like i'm happy I'm would so you happy. rick would you be okay with a what if in live action movies would you be okay with that I, I would think it would be a waste of because the show is great okay. and they've they come into their own in terms of their artistry as well yeah. and how they're doing it technically. So to so I wouldn't if they do it as well as they do the TV show, but I would rather they keep live action for live action things and mm -hmm. keep what is avid because that helps with what if. Because I didn't yeah. like the What If comic that much because I was going, oh, you're taking my heroes and you're doing variations on them. I'd rather stick with the heroes. So having an animated show, I'm able to tolerate, especially since they're using it to create really interesting ideas that they can incorporate. And I, did I, I don't think I said this now. I think I said this beforehand. Uh, just a little, little spoiler alert. The, one of the very last images of the last episode of this season of What If incorporates the tree of time mm. where Loki is now. Mm. And I went, mm, yes, indeed. They're bringing it all together now. Yeah. They're, they're going to take off from here. And I'm going, good, good, good. All right. All right. Enough, of, enough of Disney. Let's move on to Netflix. Do you guys have anything to talk about at Netflix, Miko and Jen? Oh, yes, <laughs> I, you do. Yes, yeah. you do. Should it's we say that? Like the Yu Yu Hakusho show. Yeah. Should we start with that or should we end? I'm, with I'm curious. I, I feel I'm getting a vibe. It's going to be two totally because different. Because I wasn't going to see it until, until Fab totally told me uh, that I should yeah. go see it. Right. Yeah. Okay. Now, so 
Should we? Are we doing it? Are we doing so, it? Okay. I will Do start it. with this before Jen okay. starts. Okay. I will start with this. Yes. And then Jen and will help me out. I can't wait to hear what she has to say. Me too. Uh, I Thank started. You're waiting right now. I have okay. all. The, I have. I have the whole anime. I started it. I was enjoying it, but I I got sidetracked and I need to go back and finish it. I've never I haven't good. finished it. Mm-hmm. I got to when they got to the tournament part, mm-hmm. and for some reason I checked out and I was life. And you're good, you know, stuff with other things, but I've been meaning to go back. So mm-hmm. seeing this live action trailer that came out a while back, I'm like, I need to go back and finish the anime. So now, Jen, what did you what did what did you think? Did you at least finish the tournament? No. Yeah. I got oh. I got start I'm gonna start over. I'm gonna start over. I'm gonna start okay. over. Okay. Uh, okay, watching this made me want to go back and rewatch Rewind. the anime because I was like, oh, I was like, this just makes me miss the anime. So I will say for the sake of this being like an action movie, you know, um, the fights were great. The fights Honestly, were great. Honestly, yes. Like the fight choreography, sometimes they went a little, a little too, too long. They went a little too long and there were parts where it was like the fighting, there were so many opportunities where the fighting could have furthered the story, furthered the character's learning because this is, it's so compressed. So like the character has to learn all of these things on the fly. But for me, as someone who loves the show, um, you know, the original, the anime and the book, it was, there was so much of this that was just unearned because it was mm. so yeah, much it in was such so... a small amount of okay. time. Yeah. Like, you know, in the, in the show, what takes him multiple episodes, grueling, crippling pain literally literally gets handed to him it's oh here's all of genkai the his mentor here's all of my power and he's just he's got it and it's like it was frustrating because i was watching it with him and he's also seen it yeah and we were like who is this for because it's very dissatisfying for a fan but it was also just so sparse for a new person coming into it that i just was Mm -hmm. like a new person would just be like what is why does any of this matter why do i care about any of these characters yeah like the first time they're all interacting is at the dark tournament in the show there's 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 already one major arc where they've already like had their oh we're forced to work together we don't know each other we don't like each other we have to trust each other to get through this yeah and then they go to the dark tournament as a unit as like with you know goals together and it was it. it well, was, this this one doesn't even have like spoilers. This one, so this one doesn't even have the dark tournament. Yeah, it has the two characters that they have to fight the yeah. the, the the big muscle guy. Yeah. Um, but a, a lot, of, yeah, a lot of it that yeah. So a lot of it, it, like what Jen said, is very unearned. The action, the action. Yeah, I really do like the action a lot. I feel okay. like their scene is incredible. Yeah. But is yeah, like is it dragged Just out? It's like long. I feel like there are certain certain like arcs in the fight even like without within the fight where you're like okay this is good oh no it's still going yeah and then it's like okay now it's good yeah, oh no it's, it's like, still going there were there's entire like multiple, sequences in yeah, the fights there's that like you could cut out beats yeah in the oh, fight, wow. in the fight. Okay. that was a little too much i feel like yeah their stunt team is incredible again the action is great just it yeah. was just not necessary yeah to that and it stinks because i also as much as i like i like to complain about stuff but then i also like to think of like the solution it's like oh well, what would i have done and like i don't envy the person who had to adapt this entire series oh, into yeah. a five five episodes five hours of of content of of film sorry i said content um <laughs> but like yeah i don't envy them i can't even sit here and be like this is what i would have done better because it's like how do you, i feel like that's such a, a such a tall ask 
kind of thing too. Yes. Yes. It's the dark tournament with no tournament. None of, and it's like, again, as a fan, I'm like, I want to see like Jin, the wind user. I want to see like, oh, this scene and this thing. And they kind of tried to throw you those bones. Yeah. But again, none of it was earned. Yeah. None of it was earned. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, It was like 70 something episodes, right? Yeah, the, yeah. No, the anime is like a hundred, a hundred. Oh wow! Oh my god! It really yeah. is like like one of the example is the um shoot I forgot his name but like the the um I guess the what was the it Karama? Kura- not Karama, the, the one with the pacifier. Oh, Koema. Koema. So in the anime, he's a baby. When he comes to the real like the the human world, he's a like adult with a pacifier. But this one. He just has a pacifier the whole time. So as as a non fan, as someone who like doesn't know it, you're just like, okay, there's there's this guy that just has like a mouth yeah. thing that he's like sucking on pacifier. It doesn't it's, make sense. It was it was gangster in the '90s, man. <laughs> Apparently, <laughs> so like yeah, like in the anime, it's just it's a ba- he's a baby. He was a baby. I feel like yeah, that's right, the best right. Example. Like but, the, the best examples are like Hiei and Karama. Like they're finishing like their final ultimate attacks. Oh are yeah. Like, they like pull them out of nowhere, but then for the sake of the fighting, they have to not be good. Yes. Like, because the mm. fight has to keep going, it has to yeah. keep escalating. So they pull out like these incredible attacks in the sh- in the anime that in no. the show are just like they work for a second and then the bad guy gets up, kind of thing. Mm. And you're like, their VFX though is pretty good. Like overall, I don't have too much to complain about the the actual VFX, how it blends in with the with the real life characters. Mm. Right. Well, the thing is, for people who have never seen the anime, this will be more enjoyable for them. Anybody who's seen the anime, it's kind of like, oh. And my attitude was kind of like, well, this for me is what separates anime from live action. Anime this, because the concept, that's the other thing about Japanese anime and Japanese creativity, is that when they create something, they create it for the form they're doing it in, and it works in that form. And to make this into live action, it's kind of like, it's, it. why? Why do this in live action? Mm-hmm. What's yeah. the point of doing this? Because it's not acceptable in live action. I mean, it might be, and you guys and, and weren't thrilled to see them as, as human beings. They, they're better as a, in animation. Mm-hmm. And also what they do in animation is perfect for the animated form. When they, when they transfer that, the fights to live action, mm-hmm. they don't work nearly as well yeah. because they're, because they're ludicrous yeah. because, you know, well, that's not real. These yeah. guys are real human beings, but what they're doing isn't real. Yeah. yeah. I think what hurts it too, is that now we're in a, like we're in a post Netflix one piece world where it's like, okay, it can be done. Even the Roroni Kenshin live action movies are really yeah. solid too. Yeah. So it's like, we know it's possible. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, I can't, we'll, well see about like the live action avatar, see, but then, you know, but it, yeah. No, I was going to say for that, the, the only reason why those are done so well, like One Piece, is because budget. The original mm-hmm. animation, yeah. like the animation. Oh, yeah. It was like one season e- even, for eight episodes. Even animations now where the, the actions are so much better. If you watch like Jujutsu Kaisen and, and, and like a lot of action heavy anime, yeah. it's a lot better than previously. Right. But the budget that it requires and the amount of time that it requires, again, like we were saying, is 72 episodes. Even if you cut down half of that, that's still an enormous financial burden for a studio to take over. Mm-hmm. So they're trying to do a five episode. It's doable. So they translate. They they pick and choose what they want to do, but it's yeah. never good enough because the, yeah, like the context. But that's is not what there. makes me wonder, like, what was the deal? Like, you know, yeah. obviously with with One Piece, you have it's literally like the most 
known profitable biggest franchise globally yes. uh you have the creator directly involved mm -hmm. so for that it's like and you know the so the conversion the you know it was worth it for netflix to spend that kind of oh, money yeah. where it's like i don't know if yu yu haku show was like an acquisition or like if it was a co-production where it's like was it negotiable like was it like we'll give you enough money for this maybe you'll get a season two and then they had to just assume they wouldn't and like make it that mm. way like, mm. i know that, that happened with like the scott pilgrim anime where they were like not sure if they're going to get a season two or not so they basically made sure that the season one that is out on netflix now mm. was like contained yeah. and that if they get a season two great they'll go from there but if not it's like it can stand on its own it, it certainly does that's that was one of my favorite things this year mm. the uh, scott pilgrim takes off yeah i thought that was terrifically done yeah, it was so the action in there is pretty good too. Yeah, the anime action in there is pretty good too, and it, it, it shows the characters how they fight differently. Yeah. And again, it had an ethereal voice by the guy who actually did the Scott Pilgrim books, and also it was animated in Japan. Yeah, so yeah. it was a perfect world. He must have been in heaven. I was, I was very happy because the writing was so deep and layered again, mm -hmm. and I yeah, was very, fun. very impressed. Yeah. So now, I will we'll take a little jump over to Obliterated. And then we can then we can all pile on Rebel Moon. <laughs> <laughs> what yes. what is this, Rick? Obliterated was 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 a delight. <laughs> Obliterated <laughs> was like yeah. I know. I mean, I was I saw reviews going. You know, this was surprisingly good, and I was going, well, let me check it out. And and I, I've seen all these other bad uh, Amazon Prime and I mean Amazon Prime Citadel. Uh, Netflix, uh, Heart of Stone, and they were all taking it super seriously. You know, we're badass, you know, terrorist fighters. And here we hunt, we have a bunch of foul mouthed, foul brained badasses who, whose job it is to stop the terrorists from setting off an atom bomb in Vegas. And they go in like in the first episode and they do it. And so then they go, great, we've succeeded. And they start drinking and whoring and <laughs> gambling and going crazy, terrible jokes, just awful. And, you know, they're just, fuck it, let's have fun. And then while they're at their drunkest, they found out it was all a fake out. The bomb is still there. They're still planning to blow it up, but they were trying to get those guys away and drunk and sexed out so they wouldn't stop them. Oh, so there hilarious. they are, you know, with, you know, <laughs> with a with alcohol level in their blood of like a thousand. And they're going, well, we're going to have to do it anyway. <laughs> and, they, and they do. And it's kind of like it's it's a legitimate Netflix action series, but also a satire of it. But it's a straight-faced satire. And after, and also, all, all the, it's it's just like I'm going. I can't believe they're getting away with this. And at the <laughs> end, and you know, and it ends, and they and and they're shameless. They're shameless throughout. All the all the heroes trying to do is to finish the mission with his female partner, so they can have sex. <laughs> <laughs> and, and the last, the last thing in the uh, spoiler alert, the last, as you know, the, the theme song for action film autopsy, there'll be spoilers, there'll be spoilers. But anyways, the last thing, they're having sex in the shower. 
And I'm going, good job, guys. Good job. <laughs> Mission accomplished. It's worth, you know, worth it's worth seeing it. That's not hilarious. You know, it's not the fighting is not great because again, they're all stupid. Right, right. And right. even the villains are stupid. So I, Wait, I how, how long is it? It's uh, six to eight episodes, I think. Okay. Okay. And about an hour each. See, I've uh, but, never heard of this. Yeah. 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 I mean, I had to be told about it. And I said, oh, I'm not interested in this. It's going to be a ne- another Netflix thing. But then I went, okay. <laughs> yeah. Fat will enjoy this. And all the mo- you know, movie dojo army, you're going to enjoy Obliterated, man. Sweet. Nobody, nobody's smart. Nobody's wise. They're all badass. <laughs> all oh, badass. we're going to have fun with that. Yes. And right. brutal. And now it's Rebel Moon time. Yes. Here's then- the deal. Here's a man. All, all, Andy. I'm pretty sure if we go to if we go to uh, DC, and if we go to your company, Miko, if we go to anybody's company, we go to, we go to Illumination. We go to all the companies I've worked with. All they all they've ever wanted is an is a product that has a ready made audience. A dear friend of mine, um, multiple uh, Edgar Award winning mystery writer. Uh, he was talking to somebody and they, he was signing his books and this woman said, are you, are you ever going to put a cat in your book? And he goes, no. He's, uh, and then she goes, are you ever going to put Sherlock Holmes in your book? And he goes, well, I'm not planning to. She says, well, if, if, you, if you did, I'd buy the book. And he goes, you buy it because I, I, I would put that in the book? And she went, I'd have to buy it. Because you put a cat in Sherlock Holmes in the book. So that's the audience. All studios, all networks are looking for cat people. They're looking <laughs> for Sherlock Holmes people. Yeah. They're looking for people who will, and up until recently, Marvel people and comic book people. Because, mm-hmm. you know, and that's when the, the, the quality started going down. Well, here is a guy, Zack Snyder, who has created his own audience, who I call Zakoffs. <laughs> They're all Zakoffs. I try to come hey, up with a, hey. hey, I try to come up with a nicer name for them, but that's the best name. That really is the best name. Yeah. You know, he he he. You know, like I said, I in past eight uh, action film autopsies, I've yeah. shown you the distinction between uh, uh, a director who makes an action sex movie and a man who makes an action masturbation movie. Uh-huh. Uh, a a Zakoff movie. And what what Michael Bay and Zach have been doing are doing these jack-off movies. They're pleasuring themselves. They're not trying to pleasure the audience at all. But for whatever reason, they created an audience who kind of love that. They love him for it. So they'll do anything. They'll see anything. They'll champion anything. He does anything. Mm-hmm. And so I said, buddy. So I was going Rebel Moon. This is going to be cool. This is going to be Zach's version of Star Wars. And this yeah, is I was be... really excited for it. The trailer yeah, too. The trailer yeah. of the movie sold it. Yeah. 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 It's like it had a good a lot of good actions and a lot of good like epic world building. Yeah. yeah and and it was I, exciting to go... see what you do in a like post, you know, with that distance from DC. Oh yeah. And from and everything, I... all the bad things that happened in his life. And also the and and, and total freedom. Total yeah. freedom to do whatever mm-hmm. he wanted to do. And so what he decided he wanted to do was do this to everybody, do this to Marvel, do this to Star Wars, do this to Star Trek, do this to Warhammer. I mean, I, I said it yesterday. I'll say it again. If you have it, make a drinking game 
out of identifying the stuff he rips off in every single sequence, you will be in the hospital with blood po- with alcohol poisoning by the end of the first hour. Yeah. yeah. He has lightsabers. Yeah. He's totally shameless. Every single sequence he's grabbing here, he's grabbing there, he's grabbing there, he's grabbing there. What if there are homages? What are things well, that he's Even homages? so, they're all homages, but they're obvious homages. They, and he's not putting what I consider the Zach spin on them. Mm-hmm. And also, mm-hmm. even worse, is the first, this first part of, this part one of Rebel Moon. Yeah. Was, how long was this? Was this two and a half or two hours? It was like two and 15 or yeah, something. Yeah, something like that. Well, no, it was the two and a half. That's a really long. So the, there's action in the beginning, there's yeah. action in the middle, there's action at the end. So let's say that's 30 minutes of action. What's the rest of the movie? They're talking. They're blabbing. They're, they're filling in information. Mm-hmm. They're yes. just telling the audience. They're not showing, they're telling for the mm-hmm. rest of the time. They're telling, mm-hmm. and not in an entertaining uh, imaginative, inventive way. No, yeah. the dialogue is not smart and clever. No. Oh, that's a good line. No, I didn't say that once. I was just going. <laughs> yeah, got... none, of the, none of the characters arc are earned. None of oh, them. Oh yeah, every single one we go through like the backstory, and then it's just like, why do I care? Yeah, Which why do I care? Sounds really cynical, but it's like. Well, because it doesn't draw you in. Yeah, the, the, yeah. The, the, a good, you know, a good movie would draw you into it, so you care about the characters and care about why you want them in your team it's like um what was that um uh what was that star Wars movie where they have to blow up the rogue one rogue one one like rogue one was also kind of a fresh quest because they need to like different characters but you care about every single one of them because their story because of how they tell it and how they connect to the story yeah this one none of it i don't care about any of it also andor and so also andor yeah because that's the thing is you said, Jen, you said, why should I care? I didn't say, why should I care? I went, I don't care. Yeah. Mm. This is, I'm I'm fast forwarding to the fights. Yeah. Like, I didn't mind initially, like, the gathering, the group. I didn't mind, you know, your seven samurai. I kept joking. I'm like, oh, this is a remake. Oh, that's right. A Bug's Life because it's a remake of Seven Samurai. Um, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, but I was like, oh, I was like, a bug's life. I was like, a bug's life worked better because they all, all of the recruits were all like, God damn it. Already yeah. knew each other. God damn it. <laughs> Magnificent Seven worked better. Magnificent yeah. Seven was a remake. Yeah. Oh, man. I mean, Cause it was like, yeah, because then it was just so boring because it was like every single time it was like so, it was Ouch. truly formulaic of like, we went to the new, oh, I know a guy, cut to the, the new yeah. person here's a 20 minute flashback i didn't ask for oh i know a guy literally it happened like three times in a row so, and i was like so this is exhibition the movie yeah, yeah. I, I mean uh exposition yeah and i will also say we we took edibles for this and it did not help it brought you down it brought you down put you down on your high so zoned in and i was like we were like i'm like this is just bad, yeah, right? Like, like yeah, we yeah. had that moment. We, we of had like, that moment in that movie. Listen, I, you know, I love me a, like I can I critically I can separate like a bad movie and like, but I also oh, but I still really like it. And I was like, no, yeah, this is good bad. bad. No, no, no. It's, it's bad, bad. Yeah, I realize good bad. I finally realized what Zach was doing because I know other producers who do this. I know one producer who just he's not interested in the product. He's interested. He's interested in the promotion. He's interested in the deal. He's interested mm. in the contract. All the stuff he makes is not involving at all. Yeah. So I think 
on the basis of what I've known about Zack Snyder from my, because, you know, since I was on the set of Super, I, as you all know, because I keep repeating it, I was on the set of the original Christopher Reeve, Richard Donner Superman for a month. Yeah. And during that time, I made friends with the photographer, the set photographer, the, the, <clears throat> the editor, the makeup guy. So now all these guys, and because it's a small world in England, uh, the, the movie world in England, they're they're involved in virtually every major motion picture ever since they were involved in Alien. They were involved in James Bond movies. They were involved. So they're my background guys. So they're the ones who every, every time I see a movie and I'm going, how the hell did this happen? I go out to them and they say, you know, <clears throat> don't you, you know, and they'll tell me what they've heard or what they experienced. And so what I've heard about Zach is that he's one of those guys who likes the deal more than the movie. He's much, he's much more excited about the deal he gets. And the thing that he was happiest about, he wasn't promoting this movie because it's a great movie. He was promoting this movie because there's a sequel. He's promoting this movie because there's an R-rated version. He's mm-hmm. promoting this movie because there's a four-hour version coming up. He just gets to play in his sandbox without doing quality work. Just mm-hmm. slow motion. Can I make everything slow motion? Yeah. So, so that's what I think is happening here. That's because yeah, I, because he could have done anything. Yeah. What, what do you think of the action, Rick? Like in terms of like the actual action pieces, I found them to be relatively uninteresting because of the, the overabundance of of slow motion in times where it doesn't need to be. There's no emphasis. It, hmm. It's a meal. It's it's a meal that has just everything is the saltiest things, and none of I, it is sweet. Yeah, I originally I was. I was thinking as I started watching this that I was going to it was going to be on my worst list, but because then I started fast forwarding through the fights, mm. I, I I but I also knew what I was getting. I I was when I came to the film I thought it was going to be pure Zach except I thought it was going to be Zach unleashed, mm-hmm. but mm. no it's Zach you know in the in the fu phase you know the jacking off phase. So I, I have a question. Yes. For all three of you. Well, let me answer when, that question first. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. So. Taking separately, knowing what Zach's doing and appreciating what Zach does when he does it best, I didn't mind the fights. They okay. reminded me of Hong Kong fights. Okay. In that, especially the battle at the end with the main villain. Because in mm-hmm. Hong Kong things, the villain always manages to survive, always manages to survive. They have to keep trying harder and harder and harder. So I was saying, okay, that wasn't wildly satisfying, but I can tolerate this. And also, we got to that point that, the, which is what they did in uh, Ahsoka too, which is nothing will kill anybody in the future. Yeah. Nothing ever kills anybody. Yeah. I mean, they dropped an entire building on him, and all right, just just put him in the uh, put him in the Emperor machine and <laughs> make him rise up again. <clears throat> but now, I ask your question. So, my question is for all three of you: yeah. When the extended version comes out, let's just say hell freezes over, and the extra footage will make you care about the characters. It'll the movie will make more sense. You will be rooting for them by the end, and you will like the movie. If that happens, will you hate the movie more <laughs> for the fact that it should have been released in this state? In yeah, the first I, I, will, I would because I would. it's like I really liked the his cut of the of Justice League. Yeah. I thought significantly, significantly better. better. And obviously, again with him. Oh yes, that's true. Yes, there very was true. A tragedy in his life he had to exit the project right. like right. It, it really was like out of his hands like how that all went right. down by the way from my people i've heard that may or may not be true 
I mean, that's fine. I'm gonna, I'll, I'll, I'll give him the grace there. But yeah. like, yeah. But with this, it's just like to have a director's cut when you're working with Netflix, Netflix. feels kind of markety. I, I think like, that's it. Like even the the Zack Snyder cut of Justice League was released in HBO Max. HBO because right. because they have the flexibility of not you know behold to the theatric release schedule and like mm -hmm. the, the budgets and whatnot they can do yeah. it better so with netflix i know that netflix might have asked him to do as you guys mentioned might have asked him to do a pg-13 version of it or whatever but it's one of those things where even with that he has a lot more flexibility to do to do the things that he wanted to do that's why we have uh you know like a lot of streaming services where the episodes are you know some yeah. episodes are one hour some are 45 minutes some are like an hour 30 mm -hmm. like it all varies in timing like knowing knowing, knowing zach like i don't know him <laughs> i i know that he came when he made the deal with netflix he came in and said i'm going to do this 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 and this they didn't say would you do this he said i'm doing pg i'm doing r i'm doing a two-part i'm doing a director's cut and they all went <clears throat> Because they knew they'd have the viewers for it. Yeah, yeah. that's all they want. Because and also, I mean, hearing about how he worked. Because believe me, I heard all about how he was working at that time when he was working with DC. Um, <laughs> Probably. What? What? Uh, what did he? What did he just say? He said the director's cut's going to have more slow mo. Oh, absolutely. Hopefully, it'll be it'll be four hours long because the whole thing will be in slow mo. <laughs> right. So in any case. No, I heard I heard so much because at the time he started working with them, the uh, there were still a lot of people from DC Comics who were very strongly affiliated with the movies. And so they were telling me stories and telling other friends of mine stories that they told me about the behavior that was going on. Because at that time, of course, DC was constant. I mean, just mm. Martin Campbell made the two best James Bond movies ever made. And he got set and he was thrown under the bus for Green Lantern. Mm. so you know that's 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 them but so that uh, takes mcclowski yeah, mcclowski you got to check out uh the video yesterday the best and worst <laughs> for yeah. anything knights anything knights of the zodiac got to check out yeah. that video there. knights of the zodiac was uh on my worst list yesterday. yeah yeah there you go but still you watch it because it'd be hilarious really quick before we move yeah. on i actually met zach snyder Oh, there it is. Uh, this he's was a lovely before, guy, I'm told. Yeah, he was, he's a sweetheart, but this was before 300. This was before he got big. Oh, before he got they, they, re <laughs> they, they uh, released the unrated version of Dawn of the Dead down in Universal City Walk. So oh. we, me and my buddies went down there because we love we loved Dawn of the Dead, and we went down there, and that's where we met him, and he had a panel and stuff. And again, sweet man. I got my picture with him somewhere. Oh, I, I am I am a Snyder. There's a difference. I am a Snyder fan. I am not a Snyder cunt. Okay, <laughs> the Snyder cunts are leagued with Rick's Zakoffs. Okay, they're the same. Okay, Snyder cunts are fans that are diehard and they love everything he does and they will personally attack other people for disagreeing yeah. and having their own opinion. I don't understand that. A Snyder fan like me appreciates his talent. But I recognize the flaws. No. I love the original Dawn of the Dead. I hate Army of the Dead. I absolutely hate it, despite the really high audience rating on Rotten Tomatoes. Hate it. I recognize the flaws. There's a difference. Yeah. I personally, me and my wife were just talking about it recently. We we want to root for him. Yeah. We want <laughs> to no. root for him. Mm. But if he keeps running into a wall... 
we have yeah, to be me, honest. We have to be honest. Me, so whenever we whenever we get around to watching the director's cut of Rebel Moon and it's shite, hmm. you will hear it from us. Right hmm. now, wait a minute though. Before you go on, mm -hmm. I strongly recommend this because while you were talking, I was hmm. looking at Jen's face. Okay. And I wanted to <laughs> and I want to say to you that I strongly recommend that you change the name of your guys to Zach Holes. Zach Holes. Okay. Except. Instead of Zach Cunts. Okay. Because I'm I'm being woke. Spoiler alert. I'm being <laughs> woke. That wasn't the issue. <laughs> but by calling them cunts, uh -huh. you're calling women bad. Because you know sure? and the cunt, and the cunt yeah. in and of itself is a uh -huh. wonderful thing. So it's not it is, it is not right, accurate to what of a face of that. No, no, that's a statement of fact. A vagina is far better than a penis. This conversation yeah. went a vagina rails. is far more beautiful than a penis. Yeah. Far let's, more beautiful. Let's, so let's move on. These haters, no, these haters who attack other people, yeah. cunts, yeah. Yeah. is not accurate and not fair. So I think okay. Zach Holes <laughs> sounds much better and is more accurate. No, okay. I was thinking the thoughts in my head... <laughs> About as you were talking, <laughs> we, we went off the rails. It's not my fault. It's yeah, entirely your fault. Um, but anyway, no, my thoughts were it was it was interesting because I was thinking about the the whole time that this is happening. I keep comparing it in my head to like Kill Bill Volume One and Two, and then when you know you have like them together, mm. um, and he you know because he intended them to be one one long film, and then the yeah. other thing I keep thinking about is the um how I felt having watched Alien Covenant. And it was like, um, it was like somebody stop this man. Somebody, somebody yes. man needs a friend. He Preach needs it. a friend to like sit him down and be like, what are, what's going on? And like, that was the last movie felt. we saw together. Yeah, we yeah. saw that in oh, Blue Sky. So bad. And I still hate oh. you for it. Yeah. <laughs> like, I hate me for it. Yeah. Like for me with Zack Snyder, it's and I think it is because he has this, like, I think it's it's like part it's a causation kind of thing, or maybe mm. I don't know. But it's like he's got this like fan base that like has elevated him regardless of whether or not he deserves it or not. Yeah. I'm not here to make that judgment call. Yeah. But it's just like he's just become someone who I can only assume is just surrounded by yes men. And like, yeah, I can just like he's just it's so clear to me how much yeah. he suffers for not having peers mm. like yeah. who work with him is is yeah. how I feel again without having any knowledge or anything. Right. And I, right there's right. like certain directors that get to that level and it's like it just feels like they're just in this bubble. Yeah. And it like yeah. it shows because then their work just is so out of their touch. Suffer, yeah. Well, the movies are, you know, making movies, especially when you have this much freedom. It's a it's a real it's a drug. It's a yeah. rush. And, but in any case, let's get off of that. <laughs> Again, I want to root for the man, but if it sucks, it sucks. All right, next. Step. I just want to see great movies. That's all I care about. I just. Yeah. But thank heaven for action film autopsies because that way I can see crap and still really enjoy it because <laughs> yeah. I know I'll be able to rip them a new one on here. Yeah. But in any case, now we're going on to Haya, and I guess I'm going alone. I doubt any of you guys have seen the movies that came out this month on Haya. No, I'm curious about it. Okay. All right. Well, we'll start with the worst one first. Yeah, hi It's still available. You can still get the free sample. They have awesome, awesome stuff. They're releasing new movies every 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 links, week. Yeah, links in the description. Check it out. Yep. And the, so the first one, I'm going to put them in order of their okay. release. 
Okay. Um, but thankfully, it's also in the order of bad to, to good. Okay. First, I'm still, every time I think about this movie, um, it's called The Sword. Okay. We have a post. There we go, The Sword. The and this Sword. Sucks. Well, what's great about all these movies, none of them are more than an hour, 20 minutes. This movie is an hour, seven minutes. And that's that's counting the credits. And I, I, I marveled at this film. This was this was a Chinese attempt to kind of like do a Chinese wuxia movie, which is the Flying Swordsman movie, with uh, Lord of the Rings, with, with a Gladiator movie, except it was clear that they had a buck 50 to do it. And also, it's 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 hilariously terrible. It's 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 a it's not even a glorified home movie. If when if you went to China and you got to make a movie for the streaming services, they always have glorious sets. They always have every. They always have glorious costumes. They always have glorious plots. Uh, uh props, uh, not plots. Props. Yeah. They also have sound stages and all the extras you could possibly want. So if you're not a, if you if you want to make a whole movie that it will look good but it won't sound good. Well and oh the acting they have Americans, they have British but they're all oh it's so bad. What what's the period of this film roughly? No one knows. Period no one knows. fantasy. They have they have it's all like, people of all different nationalities, but it's all like, different nationalities in a, in a Chinese Ming Dynasty kind of world. But also they're fighting evil. It's they, they call it, they call it East versus West, Dark versus Light. Yes. And the special and they have the yeah they have smog they have goblin kind of but. The special effects are so bad. You got to see this animation. It's like it's like they're doing it on their home, their bad home computer. They're doing it on a cheap Dell at home. And whenever the whenever the white people open their mouths, and there's one, there's the white girl who's playing sort of like the head elf or whatever, the Lord of the Rings head elf. She speaks both English and Chinese. But she speaks the most flat Chinese imaginable. I'll get a kick out of it for sure. Oh yeah, Rick, Rick, you're making us want to watch it. And you should watch it. It's (laughs) an hour and five minutes. You know, you you could just sit there and go. Wow, Jen Jen and Miko's gonna—they're gonna message us after. You're like, this was more entertaining than Rebel Moon. Yeah, (laughs) probably will be. You'll hate it because the they do the the, your least favorite kind of action. Fat. They do their least favorite kind of action. Yeah. the fight, the the action, you know, the sword action starts, then it cuts here. Oh no! And then uh, it cuts somewhere else, and then it cuts because oh. these people aren't talented. Right. They just got them off the street, as far as I can tell, and so they're they're not able to do it. So they have to cut around it. And yeah. in the the subsequent movies I'll be talking about, which was an all Chinese crew and all Chinese uh, production house, they do the cutting very well because they've grown up watching kung fu movies yeah yeah so it's much better so let's get off of the sword i highly recommend you watch as much of it as you can okay. or as you want to you yeah. might i went i got through all of it. i didn't fa- i fa- i didn't fast forward to the fights because there were no fights to fast forward <laughs> to, basically well, the next one some, is we'll take some edibles 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this won't bring you down. Actually, this might work extremely well with edibles. Yeah. You might be laughing hysterically by the end of it. Crazy beggar sukir. Crazy beggar sukir. Hmm. This is their version of a Stephen Chow, a latter day Stephen Chow. Stephen Chow did a whole bunch of movies about the King of Beggars. Mm -hmm. And this is in the same tradition. Now, I'm be, me, me being ignorant, I'm pretty sure now that Stephen Chow based his beggar movies on Chinese stories and Chinese mythology and Chinese novels. And that's where probably this one came to. So I'm not saying it's a director of all Stephen Chow, but Stephen Chow was still alive and he's still involved in the uh, Chinese film industry. So it may have been. Let me, I have the notes on that one. Let me find the uh, the guy who. It's a it's a basically a um, a Ming Dynasty cop who's trying to stop this new drug that's that's you know a fantasy drug that's an incredible high. And there's this gorgeous concubine and this corrupt governor, both who want this drug because it makes everybody slaves and zombies and all sorts of stuff. And so this young man comes in to defeat them. And he's a Kung Fu master. He's a sword master. But she gets some drug into him and he is destroyed by this, destroyed by the zombies and everybody else. And the next time he wakes up, He's he's an am, amnesiac beggar, hmm. and it, it, they have all this incredible, crazy comedy with these crazy characters. There was one character who I had never seen before, and now I am absolutely devoted to it. You know, there's famous characters in Chinese cartoons and all the rest of it with these little mustaches here. They're like little asterisks here. They have a character like that, another drunken uh, beggar character, but his mustache consists of nose hair. <laughs> Imagine the big black mustache coming yeah. out of his nostrils. I, I hate that so much. <laughs> it's, I was like going, that is great. I have never seen that before. And meanwhile, of course, for the rest of the movie, they also have surprising amounts of sexual jokes as well. The concubine is showing so much skin and she, unlike the characters in the sword, yeah, that one, and there was others like her, so much skin. And also his friends, uh, the beggar's friends that are transvestites, they're uh, uh, all, all sorts of wild characters. And I was just, and then the cop who used to be his, his partner, comes and finds him and reminds and brings his memory back. And so they get to go back after and deal with the drugs again. And there's some really lovely, did you have that? I have that one picture that I sent you earlier that I put up on Facebook of that kick. See if you can find the kick. Uh, okay, I'll try to find the pictures that we should. So crazy beggar secure again, an hour 20 at tops. Okay. But is there a dragon? <laughs> no, there's no dragon. Why isn't Why are you acting shocked into the poster? <laughs> the poster has a huge dragon in the back. Oh, the oh yeah, that's the drug. That's the drug effect. I yeah, know, there's, that I like, yeah like, there's the fan. There's it's dragon. not a real dragon. When you say dragon to me, I'm expecting a real dragon because in, I, in Chinese movies they have real dragons. <laughs> this is a this is a drug drug addled dragon. I thought that okay. was the case, but I still had to ask. Okay, well I'm glad you did. Yeah, that kit. That's an example of some of the kung fu that's in it. All right. 
and uh, it's it's good work. It's good work. I have again the Ma Zhao Long for what it's worth. I mean, I, you don't care about the names, but Ma Zhao Long did the action, and the guy who stars is Peng Yuxi, and I'm looking forward to seeing more of him because he has he's a good actor and he has great character in his face, and he really communicates because he goes from being you know the great kung fu master to being the crazy beggar back to the kung fu beggar at the end. Oh, and right. so you can see it all on his face. And he does a really, really nice job. It's done by a guy. Again, all these movies are all made by people under 30. So they're the next generation of Chinese filmmakers. So look for Chen Juli, who is also the directors. Sex, drugs, and rock and roll. All That's right. what this movie is. Now we go to... I, so I was really getting excited for Thief Female Hero. Because again, I was hoping they'd do what Marvel is doing now, which is really elevating its female characters and their female heroes. But unfortunately, the nature of the Chinese film business is that for too many years, yeah, the next movie is Thief Female Hero. Could you be more direct with that title? <laughs> Do you have that poster? There we go. Thief Female Hero. Oh, no. You know, so you can, you, they, I think what happened is over at Haya, I'm sure they do this. They translate the titles and they come up with what the Chinese title is. Yeah. And, but it's probably, it, it's the female hero. But what they do is they get it translated and they throw it up in the air and wherever it lands, that's what they call the movie. <laughs> you know, it could be female thief hero or female hero thief. I would like that better. Or not even, not even female at all. But again, unfortunately, oh yeah, go look up the title. Unfortunately, because of for so too many years, the female female actors in China were groomed to be what were called jade vases. Their job was to look good and be decorative. So they weren't really taught a lot a real great acting style. The beginning of Hong Kong, of course, the female characters played all the parts. Mm -hmm. But that didn't happen in China. They were still jade vases because it's still a very um, it's still a very paternal society in China. So unfortunately, the lead of this movie is, I mean, when they cast that that uh, uh, that actress to uh, play the live action Mulan, and you saw the poster for the Disney live action Mulan, and you saw her face was dead on arrival. She was just she was just blank. She was a mannequin. And if you go back to the thief female hero poster. Go ahead, take a look at it. Mannequin. This kills me because I we looked it up, and then first of all, thief heroine just is significantly better. It's, it's not bad. good, but it's significantly better. And then yeah. the, the Chinese. The Chinese uh, title is uh, Dao Sen Yi Mei Zi. Um, Dao Sen means like the thief. Uh, yeah. Yi Mei Zi is sort of it, it's a it's a figure of speech, uh, mm -hmm. saying like like the only one in a sense. Yeah. But I get why it's 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 hard. It's really hard to translate that. Was it like so, the only female thief? The no, only... not necessarily. It, I, I yeah, I I came and I or understand the struggle. I understand it. the struggle. Okay, because it, it works really well in the language, like in Chinese, but not as Man one in, in yeah or... Mandarin. And by the way, uh, bring the poster back. Pat. those are not her breasts. <laughs> you just those are her legs. No question that's her leg and her face. That's not her chest. Oh, yeah. Now that you're saying it, it's like the cleavage starts way too high. Yeah, yeah. Just, mm, yeah. This is the this is the this is the most spiciest action film autopsy episode today. I, <laughs> I blame all of you. Like cleavage starts <laughs> like way more down. 
But one a great thing, there is really good stuff about it's a wuxia movie, you know, the flying swords people. Okay. It is a and again for all you filmmakers who are part of the movie dojo army, watch this movie. This is a great tutorial on how to do sword action. Oh. You know, because again, the the actresses are not first, they're not they're not trained like Sam Hong or Jackie Chan. So the directors, so the director is um Guo Hu. The action choreographer is Ge Zhang Long. Is that the same guy as the other one? No, that's Ma Zhang Long. They may be brothers, though. Hmm. But in any case, or brothers, so they did the action, and you watch how they do the sword play. It's very smart. Hmm. It's Again, you can see that the practitioners are not very versed in it, but they make them look good. And also, the plot is so much fun because they have a bunch of female characters villains and heroes and they're always traveling they're always going from one tower to another so they're able to redress the sets so they're able to use the one set over and over and over again and they have names like tofu tower not tofu tower tofu tower and then yang yang tower and you can imagine what's in yang yang tower lots of guys in yang yang tower and they're all trying the whole plot the entire plot everybody's trying to get a treasure map Treasure map to what? Don't know. Never do find out. Doesn't matter. That's just their ticket to ride. One hour and 20 minutes. It's the MacGuffin. It's the MacGuffin. I'm, I'm so curious about all of these because I'm just like, what is the pacing that these are all so short? Well, because they just, again, they, they're just making them. They make dozens a year, if not. I, mean, I was told by a friend in China that they make hundreds a year. Mm -hmm. I'm saying can't be hundreds. But they said, well, at least dozens, you know, again, they're coming and they're coming out. And these are all from 2020 and 2021. But I don't think the time, the the short amount of time wouldn't be good because it would be like short stories. A that's lot, what I'm saying. But I'm stuff. saying like the typical Western, like three act structure where I'm like, would it be more like the four act structure? Like, a no, lot I think it is a short story. I think these are these are chapters from a Jin Yong book. Mm -hmm. These oh, are chapters. I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes that makes perfect sense, and also make yeah. it very entertaining. So mm -hmm. we build up to the best. It's the last one. It's the one that just came out this week. Fist of Fury, Soul. All right, I'm sold with this poster here. Yeah, yeah. and it 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 lives up. It's it's an hour and six minutes long. What is going on? It's it's a a masked power mad maniac kills the hero's dad. The hero's dad. That's the the hero. His dad was the head. Of a of a kung fu school, and was supposed to be the best in the land until this masked power mad maniac shows up to challenge him and uses this karmic power and cosmic power to destroy him. So this this kid gets really upset and goes wandering away and tries and tries to find a, another teacher who is as good as his dad, and he stumbles upon a place finally that you know, has a, and also this, you know, this is a better movie because it has two recognizable actors from Hong Kong films. Oh, Norman Chu and an old gentleman who turns out to be the villain in the next movie, spoiler alert, um, who I went, I know who that is. I know who that is. That is, is that a member? Is that a member of, um, of um, Zangi Mao, Zangi Mao's family? Because he looks so familiar, uh, but an old, old gentleman and, Acting is so much better. Everybody's better. And the fighting is so much better. Cheng right. Siyu is the director. Sun Fei did the action. 
the the leading the leading actor is very memorable. That's Cheng Guanying, and again he he has a really good look. And again, if you can find the picture that I put up earlier today on Facebook, which has a great shot of him, uh, that's not exaggerated by the poster. And the ending is pure. Is yeah, there it is. That's him. He has a great uh, he has a great look, and he has good he does good work. The only right. thing I was unhappy about, he is unleashed. His energy is unleashed at the end, and he does he he does right out of Kung Fu Hustle, the cosmic fist, the uh, is is unleashed again. That that po yeah that poster definitely remind me uh, remind me of that movie. Yeah, and again, these are all in, in super enjoyable, especially on 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 uh, <laughs> edibles. You'll have a very <laughs> you should have a very good because I had a very good time just high on life. Just high on my chi, so it's fine. All right. So yeah, I'm looking forward to what they they what really what they release next month. Check that out. So now let's go to the movies. All right. And uh, I think uh, now has anybody seen? Well, we've all seen Godzilla minus one, mm -hmm. so yeah. we save that for last. And we all and we all you know and we all we all love it. Yep. Um, has anybody seen Aquaman? No. No, I've seen Aquaman. Okay, so let me. So I might as well talk about that now. Aquaman is fine. Okay. James, it's not great because what happens when I went to when I was in China and well, I was in Hong Kong, which meant I was in China in 2017. I I had I I when I first came to town, I told my hosts I want all Hong Kong film, uh, food. I want all Hong Kong film, and I want all Hong Kong food. And I ate a lot of Hong Kong food. And my review for every single meal was exactly the same, which was you could taste the chef's tears. And when while watching Aquaman, I was reminded of that. You could taste Jason Momoa's tears. You could see Jason Momoa's tears. You could see James Wan's tears. They weren't tears. You could see their, oh, well. You could see their resignation. Mm -hmm. The whole movie was basically them going, "Okay, we, you know, we we we're, we've been allowed to do this. We're having some problems with Amber Heard. We're having some problems with other things, and now we're we're making the last film from a world that no longer exists." So, right, WTF? So everybody. So and basically, this movie. What I recommend you do is since you haven't seen it and you may not want to see it, it's it's okay. It won't be it won't be devastatingly awful. It's it's fine because it's James Wan, it's Jason Momoa. Watch the trailer for Aquaman. Then watch the trailer for Aquaman 2. You'll notice they're very similar. Hmm. They look like an advertisement for the same movie. Yeah, that's that's kind of what this is. Yeah, mm -hmm. this is kind of a. It's the same villain. Mm -hmm. They do base it on a on a uh, on a line of fairly famous Aquaman comics, and I'm glad they changed the end of that Aquaman comic because mm -hmm. that that would have been a really bad way to end this. But it, yeah, it's fine. It's it's yeah. Are the action pieces as fun as the the first one? Because the first one, they like the action pieces were were great. They were oh they yeah. Were they're legit. They're yeah. good, but yeah. they're demoralized. 
Hmm. So, uh, hmm. but again, you it's worth it's worth for you to go see. So you tell me because hmm. I may have come to the to the movie with that kind of like, yeah, okay, I know. Yeah, I feel like everybody is doing that though to be fair like I'm yeah. like just quietly like I do not wish for any movie to get like thrown into the vault and cancelled and deleted and all that stuff like I do not wish that but with these last handful of DC movies pre-James Gunn I'm just mm -hmm. like I just want them to go away. So you, we well, yeah, you can see they're demoralized. Every single one of them is, yeah. is yeah. increasingly demoralized. Oh yeah, and, and it's honestly, it's that's how I feel <laughs> working at Warner Brothers. Well, like we're just we're just waiting for this era to die, and like uh, we're just excited to get going with the new one. Yeah, yeah. Well, let me put it this way: uh, at least Aquaman is Aquaman is the best of the bad ones. I mean, Black Adam was incomprehensible <laughs> to me how how yeah. poor that was. And Blue Beetle disappointed me because of the, what they chose to do. What's the other one that I'm missing? Shazam. Sh yeah. Oh, Shazam, which just pissed him off. That was garbage. Off royally. Like, yeah. This is the best of them. But at the same time, as a creative person, you guys know, I mean, the one novel I wrote when I was living in L.A. was the sequel to my science fiction book, Doomstar. It was Doomstar, Return to Doomstar, as the publisher titled it. And you can you could see the writer's tears. Mm. Well, not my tears. It's just, I thought it was a great. I thought it was a great idea, but when I read it over, I was going, "This is the most superficial book I ever wrote," mm. because I was in Hollywood, and it was, everybody was superficial out there, and I, 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 I could not avoid taking their energy and channeling it into my work. Mm. So when, so when, even though we got James Wan and Jason Momoa and and The Rock, I always depended on Rock to do the right thing, and even he screwed up with this with uh, Black Adam. So it's mm -hmm. kind of like. Yeah, it, it shit runs downhill. That was the first thing that the head of the studio told me when he brought me out to lunch for the first day I was working on The Twilight Zone. He says, I'm going to tell you this now. You can carry it through the rest of my life because it's true wherever you go. Shit runs downhill. So if the boss is terrible, mm. there's it's unavoidable. So Aquaman is at least James Wan and Jason were powerful enough to not make it shit. The only positive thing I heard, Rick, was yeah. uh, them together. Yeah. That's the only good thing I heard about this movie, was like, people wanted that movie. Yeah. <laughs> they wanted more buddy cop. And it, and it was, but... they did do, the last half of it was pretty much buddy cop. Okay. All so, right. yeah, it was, it's fine. Okay. The villain was one note and whatever. Right. Now, speaking of, you know, uh, Men of Straw, uh, Silent Night. Anybody seen Silent Night? I have, but I cannot talk about it. Why not? Because well, you're going to do your John, own film? John Woo just texted me. And, uh... <laughs> <laughs> you're doing your own no. video. You're doing no, your own I, I, video. I can't talk about it yet because my review is next Wednesday. There we go. All right. Sorry. You're going to have to wait, guys. Have you guys seen it? No. No, we have not. Oh, okay. It's it's disappointing. <laughs> I mean, the, it again, It the problem with this one, this one should have been an hour 23. If it had been an hour 23, it probably would have been really good. But it's an hour 44. Mm. And at least 24 minutes of that is a waste of time. Because the action, again, is at the beginning, and it's at the end. And also, it's a gimmick movie. Yeah. It, yeah. It's a gimmick movie. And if you're going to do a gimmick movie, it's and I I know John Woo knows this. 
if you're going to do a gimmick movie, the gimmick has to have a reason to exist. I mean, if he was the only guy who didn't talk in this movie, he had a reason not to talk. But no one talks in this movie. And it is unsupportable. It's insupportable. It's ridiculous. Why isn't anybody else talking? Mm. Literally, not just why isn't anybody talking, but why isn't anybody talking? Mm -hmm. And that's what he had to come up with. He had to come up with all these clever ways to create a world of silence for this protagonist. And the fights, unfortunately, it's again the difference. If you ever saw any of the Chow Yun-Fat movies that John Woo didn't direct, like Replacement Killers and The uh, Corruptor, you can see the difference that John Woo made when he was teamed with Chow Yun-Fat, which is together they were awesome gun fuists. Here we have an actor who's an actor, but not as expressive. And also he's an American actor or a white actor. So again, guns are easy. Guns are not a problem. Guns, you know, there's takes no effort or emotion to use guns. Mm -hmm. uh, there's no passion or compassion, although there should be compassion because he's driven by the death of his child. However, it just, it, it just, it's like just a miss. Mm -hmm. And especially the climax is kind of like, how could, I read the official uh, synopsis for the movie and the end of the movie was a long sequence where our hero had a fantasy where his child was not killed. And hmm. basically the child lives. And at the end of this movie, there's only one tiny little section of that and it doesn't work at all. Hmm. Uh, and I'm, I'm saying, because I know for years, John Wu has been trying to make up for the fact that he feels responsible for some of the violence that's happening in the world today because of his movies, because he's a very religious guy. And he did, you know, he had, he loved the movies he made in Hong Kong because they had meaning there. He was bringing passion and compassion, effort and emotion, and he was making gun fu. But here he is just making a gimmick movie that I'm pretty sure was cut to shit, even though even though it was way too long. I can't imagine what the original cut was like. So it was disappointing, and I felt bad for him because I've met him, and I'm a great respect, and I, I was hoping that he would have his um, return to form. Sure. But, yeah. Oh, well. It's not terrible, but it's not good. Mm -hmm. And now let's talk, uh, now let's talk who, anybody seen Iron Claw? I wanted to, but I couldn't. Yeah. yeah. It's a, Again, uh, Fat recommended that I review this. It's even it's a wrestling action movie. It's not an action movie. It's a drama. It's a family drama. It's an excellent family drama. Mm -hmm. Although I'm, I mean, my issue, I mean, they recreate. It's the true story of this famous wrestling family, who were extremely tragic. I mean, almost everybody you see in those pictures are dead. And most of them by their own hand. Mm. It's, so, it's crazy. Yeah, the drama is very yeah. strong and it's very effective. Yeah. And also it's the coming out party for Zac Efron. Zac Efron becomes a real actor in this movie. And again, if you my issue with it, though, is the impression they give, because I also worked with the WWF during the Attitude Years. I was in their Super Bowl commercial. 
and I knew everybody. And also I was contracted to write their novels. I was going to write a series of novels uh, set in an alternate universe because I said that all these great wrestlers were actual peplum characters. They were all gods come to earth. They were all Roman gods or Greek gods. And so they found out uh, uh, the leading character who's the rock or whatever. And this was before he was the rock. This is when he was still a wrestler. They found, they found a portal in which they went through and they went to their original world where they all originally came from. And that it was a, it was a peplum world. It's a world just like the Hercules movies or whatever where they're the characters. So I would write these novels, which would bridge between those two. There would be a section in the real world and they would go back and forth and I'd have these big fantasy and adventure plots. And they loved it, pocket books loved it. And so we were ready to go. And then we all realized a month before I was supposed to start, because I had six proposals for the stories using a different wrestling character as the lead, you know, uh, um, I had I had The Rock, I had The Undertaker, I had uh, all the, the big ones. But at the end, they just gave up. They said, we know if any of these guys quit or we or, you know, uh, Vince McMahon decides to fire them. The novel, the novel has to be canned. They can't release it. Mm. And novels, even if they're rushing, takes at least eight months. Mm. I mean, I'm a fast writer. But at the same time, I still I still don't want to write the book in a month. I want to have you know, give me two months. And most books are written six months or more. So in any case, so they canceled it. So I was, mm. you know, so the thing that made me a little concerned about the movie is they were giving the impression that these bouts are done off the cuff. Every single thing you see in wrestling is planned. Yeah. Mm. And so this movie is giving the impression that it wasn't planned and that they're able to control it and it doesn't work that way. And so I'm saying, but it's still okay. It's just, it shouldn't even be here. Now let's talk about the reason we all came today. So so solid biopic and that's it. There is the G man, the G man. This is the last (laughs) man. Anyway, you, uh, I, I sp- as you know, I spoke elaborately about it yesterday. On the, we, uh, we all, we all gushed. Yeah. <laughs> did we all gush? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we yeah. Did. Okay. Yeah. Well, remember, my gush is that this movie has every time it has so many levels. Yeah, I called it a work of cinematic art. Uh, it's no, it's not a work of. Excuse me, it's not a work of cinematic art. It's a work of movie art. I distinguish between movies and cinema between films and movies. Films are artistry. Films are Martin Scorsese. Movies are Godzilla, superheroes, and all the rest of it. But you can do them superlative. And this guy does a stunning job because it's not just about the special effects. It's about the emotion. Yep. Mm -hmm. And and this thing is so many levels. I just, should I go, should I do the whole routine again? Because I didn't want to bore you with it. I mean, I want to gush about the VFX though. That that, like this like they did a really good job with the amount of budget they have because yeah. the, the director is also uh, came up as a VFX supervisor, which so he huge. which is huge because knowing what to shoot, what you need, like the planning behind the before it before shooting is incredibly important. So all the action pieces that you see, like it's the 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 Godzilla like 
the how menacing it is and like how well it blends into the world yeah. is how powerful it is. It's really powerful. powerful. Yeah. And like I personally love the way because every Godzilla has their own little way of shooting their like the atomic blast, right? But yeah. this one, ah, oh, the charge yeah. with the, the fight club and then like oh man, it's lock like it's, it's like locking, yeah, it's like locking low and like the final yeah. release and the after effect of it is amazing. Rather than like a beam that goes something, if it, it does feel like an atomic bomb because you see the effect and then you see the impact way in the distance, but the amount of force that it generates it's yeah. terrifying and mm-hmm. i think this movie really does a really really good job of showing how much of a monster godzilla is rather than again like a character that that's like really good at fighting essentially but this well, was like an actual monster yeah but again it's what i always talk about gun fu and die hard and stuff like that effort and emotion and when godzilla lets loose you mm-hmm. can see it in him on his face you can yeah. see him, bam, and he's not, he's not, he's not happy. Yeah. He is well, I got the shot. Royally enraged. I got, I got the shot right here, yeah, Jen and right. Nico. You guys will like this. Boom! That's the oh, shot. Yeah. Wow. That's my favorite shot in the movie. That's so scary. It's, Look yeah, at that. It's best. Yeah. When you see any of the clips, and all the clips are amazing, this, my reaction, I, you know, I wish I, I would. I was thankfully in a movie theater with with padded seats because every time Godzilla did something, I went, whoa, <laughs> you know, oh my God, whoa. Yeah. Yeah. It just was because I, when I get emotionally involved in a movie, when the energy is doing it to me, it's like I'm in a play. It's like they're real. And this, this is just from every single thing in this movie is so smart. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just brilliant. It's just, yeah. Yeah. When they when they were they were explaining, I mean, it was like there's yeah, there's so much layer to it, and it's so good when they're explaining. Oh, like the Americans have like were couldn't help because of certain geopolitical stuff, and then they have the 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 Japanese warship that's supposed to be the best one that was easily destroyed by Easy. Godzilla, easily, and that yeah. that just shows you how much force Godzilla has, and like the whole set, the action piece in Ginza, like the amount, yeah, it just. It's it's he, such an amazing Godzilla film. is is the atom bomb, but also combined with the hatred, guilt, and sadism of the Japanese World War II Army. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, all that energy is inside. Yeah, he every time he lets loose, he's letting loose an atom bomb. Yeah. And and they make it look that way. Again, his expression. The, the the positioning of his body, I mean, effort, emotion, and he's got power. The, yeah, the white eyes from GMK, yeah. man, because the director's a fan of GMK, so that's why his yeah. eyes are white. Uh, but yeah, yeah, love it. It's, and what's great about this movie is also because originally, you know, not many people were expecting like, oh, it's another Godzilla movie. Yeah, and the first time you see it, it's like shit. Yep. And but what's great is even though that we're now telling you, if anybody out there hasn't seen it, even though we're telling you, I defy you not to react when you see it. Yeah. Because yep. this, this is, is great movie making. Yeah. Oh, this is definitely a film you want to watch in the theater. Yeah, that's yeah. The, the amount of impact that you get from the screen, from the sound. It just it yeah. But yeah. if you have a good TV, it'll be great on that too. If you have a big yeah. surround sound, it'll still because you know yeah. what I like. Because my experience in theaters for the last four years is that they're in terrible shape now. They don't have good staffs. 
The mm -hmm. seats are all sticky. The sound doesn't, you know, the bulb of the projector is dull. The sound machine. I mean, even at the IMAX in New York, I was having problems. I haven't got, I haven't been to a movie theater once. And also the crowds. I have yeah. problems with the crowds. The crowds always, that, that's I feel true. like people are that's just true. on their phone and I just want to like, they're yeah. on their phone. They're talking. Oh. All this stuff. Yeah. So I'm much oh. rather. I'd much rather have my screen upstairs, which is a That'd big screen with surround sound. I turn off the lights. I stand in front of the TV, and I let it wash over me. So I, I still, I'm really looking forward to uh, the Godzilla streamer, and also Frank will tell us about the uh, the 4K uh, uh, Blu-ray. The four, yeah. He's if, seen it in 4DX. I think he saw it in 4DX. Huh? Yeah, he's seeing it again though. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Well, after this one, I I want to see this movie. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. That's a movie. Well, I mean, not 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 the like. Anyway, the the movies. The problem is a filmmaker. A filmmaker like Takashi Yamazaki is one is not is rare. And that's the thing. It would yeah. be wonderful if we could tell Disney, because if you remember, the Disney live-action version of Pinocchio was just terrible. I yeah. stopped it like 20 minutes in. I couldn't take it anymore. Yeah, it was exactly. so bad. Yep. Yep. So yeah. what I was saying, it would be wonderful if everyone could make their movie like Yamazaki made Godzilla. Yeah. But yeah. no, that's because Yamazaki made Godzilla. Yeah. 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 Well, shout out to the Movie Dojo Army members. They were sending me this on <laughs> earlier today. Yeah, I couldn't stop laughing. That needs to be on a shirt. Oh yeah, there you go. Yeah. But in any case, no, I just I want the real Godzilla minus one shirt. I want oh to, yeah. yeah that's what I want. But in any case, so thank you guys. This was great. Hopefully Rick's recap. Rick's recap. Oh, oh, the recap. Oh, yeah, we well, and also, recap. and we can we can add you guys, yes. but because you're in the center picture. When yeah. you put your thumbs up or your thumbs down, put it way out to your side because you'll see the. There we you, go. Oh yeah, you move. Oh, that's better. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Here we go. All go right. Ahead. All right. I'll just start. I'll start from the bottom. Yeah. <laughs> all okay. right, Rick's recap for all you badasses just arriving right now and watching. Uh, season two, Reacher. Thumbs up from Rick. Thumbs Neutral. up. Haven't seen it. <laughs> haven't seen it. Put put your hands over your eyes. You haven't seen it. What if season two, Electric Boogaloo? Haven't seen it. Haven't seen it. All right. Oh, Rick, you forgot to talk about this. What? Oh, my God, I did. Oh, my God. Okay, quickly. Um, it was very promising. Uh, he's great. Uh -oh. He's absolutely great. The production is is great. The uh -oh. ideas are great. But unfortunately, RTD, uh, Russell Davies, he, he filmed it in a very disjointed manner. He just kept throwing out all sorts of different stuff. So I'm hopeful for the new season. Okay. And, and I ultimately, I like it. And yeah, again, they're wonderful together, and uh, he is terrific. But RTD has got to give him a cohesive story that starts at the beginning, builds, and ends. Okay. Instead of all, right, all well, over the place. So, what do you give this? Since we're oh here. yeah, um, a middle, mid, middle. Okay, yeah. mid thumb. All right, yeah, mid obliterated. Thumb. All right. Well, let, let me let me do a drunk. <laughs> all right. Here we go. Oh, wait a minute. Hold it. One more. I have to do okay. one more thing. I know, man. This is the spiciest. But I'm not doing it derisively. That's just the way sex works. <laughs> All right, here we go. All right, everyone can join in. Well, you guys can join in on this one. There you go. No. Yep. Yep. 
that's that's unfortunate. Our, oh, oh, Rebel Moon. Double. <laughs> double down, double down. Double or is down. it or is it this, Rick? Oh yeah, that's, that's right. <laughs> oh, All right. Uh, or, Fist or of Fury Soul. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. I'm good. I'm neutral. Yeah, thief, female this hero. Sounds interesting. I'm gonna. I'm curious. Okay, okay. You should check them all out, guys. Crazy okay, beggar. This sounded. This sounds sounded interesting. Yeah, I'm doing a little, a little more right. like that. Yeah. The Schwartz. Oh yes, weird, no. weird Lord of the Rings. No. It's it's hard. It's hard to do thumbs up and thumbs down. It has to be like <laughs> the Iron Claw. It's it's a good drama. Solid. Okay. Yeah. Especially Silent if you love Night. wrestling. Silent Night. Well, unfortunately, yeah. All right. Aqua Lad. All right. <laughs> and thumbs down to this movie. I mean, come on. This is garbage. Yeah, baby. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. Always a blast. Thanks again, all of you amazing people for watching. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. Uh, follow Rick in the description box below. Don't forget to check out and get a piece of Rick at his store, Collectibles. That's right. Oh, and also, hold on. I still got it here. Also, don't forget to check out. And I lost it. Hold on. I'm okay. going to find it. I'm going to find it. By the way, guys, do you... Uh, uh, check me. out Merry Little Batman. Yes, right. on Amazon Prime. Make sure you... Right now. Check it and out. Share it. Like it. Review it. Share the love. That's Nico right. and Jen, do you have uh, the password and uh, for uh, Haya? No. no. I'll, I'll send you. I'll send you. <laughs> okay. There you go. Got the hookup. Yeah. Rick's, Rick, Rick's got the hookups. Uh, but yeah, make, make sure you guys yeah, check out Merry Little Batman. Uh, Jen and Miko, thank you so much for joining. Don't forget, this is your second home. You guys are always welcome back. Um, thank you. Especially during the spicy episodes. You're my right. They, you were my co-hosts long before we had the YouTube version. Yeah, that's why I have all these. I should send you all the pictures of us doing, doing the podcast in in garages, in theaters, in next next lots. episode. Yeah, I'll next send episode. Share though, I'll yeah. share it here. Yeah, that'll be great. All of our parking garage movie recap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Rick, anything to say to everyone before we end end the, the last episode of the year? Oh, kong hei fa choi, everybody. Have a happy, happy New Year. Happy, happy ho 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 holiday, and I look forward to seeing you in the year of the dragon. Yeah, baby, that's oh, yeah. right. Oh yeah. All right, guys, take care. See you on the next one. Happy New Year, everyone. Happy New Year. And, uh, we'll see you next year, baby. That's right. That's right. Take care, guys.